I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. everyone, and welcome to Dice Roll, the queer Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where we ask hard questions like, at what age do other ancestries become DILFs or MILFs? Oh, that's a really good question. Well, it depends, I guess, how long they live and how they age. Well, I mean, yeah. to be a DILF, obviously, you have to have children. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, to visually be, be a Yeah, be like, at what age do you become, like, that sexy type of old, you know? Well, I guess the question is, what age do you start graying as a race? <laughs> That's a good question. What age? I think let's talk about elves specifically because, like, I feel dwarves. They live a come long the time. Womb. They're a good. They're I, a good starting point. Yeah, dwarves come out of the womb as dilfs or males. I'm pretty sure kind of orcs like live the same amount as as humans. So obviously yeah. the answers are on like yeah, late, and like thirties, forties, fifties. But elves, elves. Do do elves age slowly? Like well, I, I, mean, I know like, that. I mean, I know that they like at some point they they're just you know young for a very long time. But like. Yeah. Do they age? Like, are they babies for like twenty no, years? No, they mature. I, okay, yeah. here's the thing: they mature very quickly. Like, they from age one to twenty, they age at the same rate as a person. Then they stop aging. But we know that they get old because we've seen pictures of elves with like wrinkles and like you know eye bags and whatever. So they have to be. They have to cross a threshold into milf and dilf at some point. Do you, do you think it'd be when. really funny? Because like you, you, they do get into adolescence like really quick. Um, do you think it's really funny if just like you see someone one year and they're like this beautiful like they've got uh, he's got like long blonde legless hair perfect like uh, a, a sun touched skin um, and then like next year you see him and he's like he looks like he's a 90 year old fucking uh, human with with a legless cosplay on. Yeah, he's seen some shit this year. Do you think that they age really, really rapidly towards the end of their life? Because I think that would be really funny. And really sad, actually. Oh, yeah, really sad, oh, because, like, can you imagine, like, an elf retirement home where like, some of them look, like, really young, and then, like, they cross that threshold, and they're like, oh, um, Gemalus over there, uh, <laughs> <laughs> finally got his wrinkles in. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I think, I think the, the funniest answer is, uh, there is no set date, it's just when they start, like, start getting tired, they're like, fuck, I'm getting too old for this. And then, like, the next day they wake up and they've got, like, gray in their hair, and they're like, <laughs> Oh yeah, when they start to feel old, that's yeah. when they start to get. I, old. I mean, elves are so adaptable. That makes sense to me. We're, that's that actually, we've sense. answered it. We got we yes. got an answer to a question. That's the, for I, I actually really like that answer. Cool. Everyone at home, there's your lore. Previously in Fist of the Ruby Phoenix, our heroes entered the semifinals of the Ruby Phoenix tournament, fighting off against the Biting Roses. They swept a victory 
showing the audience what they're made of. The Invincible Radiant Winds. Unfortunately, the other semi-final did not go the way that we had wanted. Tino's toughest, beloved dad squad, was retired by the Light Keepers. This leaves only two teams active in the tournament, the Radiant Winds and the Light Keepers themselves. The final day of the Ruby Phoenix tournament is upon us, and the Radiant Winds will have to fight against their oldest and cruelest of rivals for a chance to win a legendary artifact. And we're immediately just gonna hop into character, I think. Because why wait, right? Why wait? So, it's later in the day after the semi-final match. As you guys are kind of like leaving, you are approached. Mm -hmm. And it's one Kasohida. And Kaso kind of smiles at you all and uh, kind of like throws his arms open and says, Radiant Winds. Hello, how are you all doing? You fought incredibly as always out there. Ida, thanks. Hi, thank you. Glad you enjoyed the show. <laughs> how could I not? I knew it was the right match to go with you. All of you have shown such discipline and strength and, well, I am very glad to have been able to back you. Now, tomorrow is going to be the most important day of the tournament and potentially the most important day of your lives. Oh yeah. I don't think we can let you go home and eat in the Ruby Village on a night like this, right? <laughs> no. Uh, and he pulls something out of his pocket, and it's uh, an envelope. And on a seal on the envelope is the symbol of a phoenix. Oh, wow. Hao Jin has extended a dinner invite to the finalists, although from what I heard from uh, Lord Tagora, the lightkeepers do not intend on coming. So, oh, it's, yeah? it's an excellent chance to be able to speak with the Ruby Phoenix. Oh, uh, Juju looks jazzed. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of bows his head to you all and uh, makes his way off. And as he leaves, and you guys are kind of like just standing there as the crowds file past you, Lolo kind of hops onto your shoulder, Sanku, and says, Everyone, a free meal! This is the <laughs> best night of our lives! That really is all you pay attention to, huh? I love you, Lolo. <laughs> I assume we're going to that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hard to pass up something like that, I think. Mm-hmm. I would kill you if we didn't go. And of course, it'll be helpful to investigate, right? Believe me, that was my intention. Although we um. can't be, t we can't be too obvious about what we're asking, because at at best it comes off as rude. At worst, the Ruby Phoenix, or wh whatever her true name is, the, the evil villain who has been truly fighting us all this time, <laughs> will open up a portal to hell and condemn us forever. I is don't that... know if she can do that. I don't even... Okay. You know her, her name is Hao Jin, right? Yeah, yes, I know, but like, it, maybe she's got a villain name if she's I truly the villain. No, why would she have a villain name? That's her name. If you were a villain, what would your villain name be, actually? I wouldn't be a villain. Oh, can't even play into my games. Oh, fine. I don't know. I'd be a, um, like... like Key sucker and a punch man. Definitely <laughs> not that one. Definitely, I wouldn't have the word suck in my name. Just like as like a rule of thumb, I don't think I would have that. 
I think you should have the word suck in your name. I think you should have the name suck in your name. No. I'd be Fire Explosion Ball Supreme Destruction. Yeah, I think that's a good name. What about Sweet. you, Misami? <laughs> You're really thinking about this! <laughs> <laughs> I was part of an assassination group. Did you try and think of a cool assassinator name? Assassinator? Assassin name? Well, considering we couldn't focus on our feelings, not really. Um, not even like a little bit? That's lame as hell. That is kind of lame nah, as the, the boss was very, very meticulous about conditioning. Meticulous about a lot of things, actually. Meticulous about having a stick up his ass. If you're gonna be a villain and have a stick up your butt, that's just lame. Uh, <laughs> well, like, actually, wait, I haven't even mentioned anything about the Elmi's Mask boss to you guys. Mm. No, you haven't. Wow. I can assume he sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cold, calculating to the most minute detail to the point where when uh, my fake my, my death was faked, they actually really did have to fake my death. Ugh. They sent a fox tail at our at the rendezvous, at the rendezvous point. Yeah. Um. Are you all right, Masami? Oh no, that's. <laughs> They didn't send any of my tales. What are you talking about? No, oh, they just... I mean psychologically speaking, Masami. Are you all right? <laughs> wow. Yo, we're Good way enough. past that, Lolo. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, to obsess with if they're psychologically okay, Lolo. <laughs> uh, obsessed with killing Kami and uh, high-ranking officials. Ugh. Very obsessed with power as well. Well, I mean, he was a big old assassin boss, so I could see him wearing a bunch of power. Uh, you can also tell that they were uh, very... He was <laughs> very precise to the point where uh, no one really knows what they've been up to until now. When was their last strike? Who fucking knows? <laughs> well, we're gonna kick their butts if it's that uh, whenever we have to deal with them. Hmm. So, regardless, as you're all discussing this... Are you guys going to head to the dinner with the Ruby Phoenix? No, yeah. we're going to go home. <laughs> the lightkeepers be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to go. Okay. So you guys make your way to the <laughs> Nayan Face Palace. Did any of you ever think you'd be going to the actual palace of the ruler of Goka? No, I don't think Fisher, fi uh, Fisherman's Village Sanku would ever assume that he would do that. Not through the front door, at least. <laughs> <laughs> you maybe dreamed of it. So it is a 400-acre complex and has a total of 108 structures within its red walls. Uh, most of the buildings house high-ranking officials and members of parliament, including the current emperor, empress, or liege of Goka, in this case, Nayan Fei. Uh, rich and powerful aristocrats lease the remaining palaces as homesteads, seasonal retreats, or high-class parlors. Um, as you walk through this extremely classy place, um, you kind of, like, catch glances from nobles who are, like, going to and fro. It's essentially like a gated community for the rich. Mm -hmm. um, you actually even see uh, a few faces you recognize. Um, Master Razu is, uh, like, outside, um, kind of, like, 
just looking up at the stars, like lost and taut, um, you see like a few of the sponsors, uh, Zaishia or um, Alden Arundmar. Mm-hmm. But you guys are eventually like guided inside by some servants, uh, seated, and eventually you uh, see the doors open, and in Trudem comes the Ruby Phoenix. She is dressed beautifully, as ever. That same gorgeously ornate kimono uh, with, like, um, a gradient of flowers leading up into, uh, from dark blue to light blue, um, and purple accents, white embroidery, um, and that hair that is red like fire. Um, coming in after her comes uh, Empress Nayan Fei uh, and a whole load of handmaidens, including her lady-in-waiting, Kimai Shai, who uh, smiles... Uh, and waves almost a little excitedly at you all. <laughs> Senku waves back. He's got a big smile on his face. How Jin sits. Uh, she sits at the head of the table nearest to you guys, um, and Nyan Face sits on the other side, and the handmaidens, you know, stand nearby Ray, like Ray to help, uh, but really it's you guys, the Empress, and Hao Jin. And uh, Hao Jin says, well, I'm glad at least one of the finalists agreed to see us here. <laughs> I we're grateful for the invite. Oh, well, you think I wouldn't love to see the teams that have a chance to win the Ruby Phoenix tournament? You know that this is my first Ruby Phoenix tournament as well, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm um, glad that you get to experience them, too. <laughs> well, it has been an experience. I've really, truly enjoyed it. And, of course, we must be extremely thankful to uh, my friend, Nayanfe, and Nai kind of, like, just waves a hand a little bit, uh, like, oh, come on. I'm just happy to host the legendary uh, Ruby Phoenix herself. And dinner is served. You guys make small talk for a while, but this is me giving you one chance to kind of like discuss anything you want to discuss, ask anything you want to ask. Remember, if you are too obvious, you may rouse suspicions. And that could go anywhere from totally innocuous to bad for you. I I leave the floor to you. Chuji is like... uh Grandmaster Hojin, it's an honor. Um, um, and an, an honor to be in the presence of literally the best sorceress literally ever to ever live, ever. I think she raises an eyebrow at that and says, The best sorceress in the world is in this room? I can't see her. Uh, <laughs> um, maybe if you had a mirror. Please. I'm far from the best. In my opinion, the best would be someone like all of you. Someone who does right by the world. Should he explodes? I've been around for a long time and I have done things and... But I think if you were looking for truly the moniker the best, you shouldn't look at someone who simply has lived for a long time. You should look for someone who has done good deeds. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, yes. Um... You've done a lot of really cool stuff. Her face falls, actually. Oh? Oh, no. She looks kind of down and says, <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised that I have people who idolize me, right? I hate to break the idolization, but I'm... I have done good things, but I've also done bad things. You don't get to live through 300 years without making 
mistakes and doing things that you thought were right but weren't. I assume all of you know of the Ruby Phoenix, like the Phoenix Tapestry. Uh-huh. And I think Naya Fe kind of like reclines her seat like, how could they not? The most famous of your treasures. The one that ultimately led to you coming back, right? I think she kind of reclines a bit and says, do any of you know why I came back? Um, no, I just imagine that you were just really strong and powerful and you then you rose up like a phoenix. That was, that I, was I wasn't I dead, Sanku. Oh. I, was, <laughs> I didn't know. I was atoning. Atoning? Oh. For? The tapestry. Oh? When I when I talk to you about the Ruby Phoenix tapestry, what is it that you think of? Um, I mean, I always just imagined like a really, really, really gigantic museum. I think about all the accomplishments you've put there. A place of commemoration. Hmm. Three hundred years ago, I would have agreed with you all. No, um. The Phoenix Tapestry was a demiplane that I had woven into a beautiful tapestry. And anything I put into the tapestry would exist inside of it in its own world. And I put so many things there. Places I thought were incredible and interesting. Artifacts I thought were too dangerous to let alone, to leave in this world. Stories I thought should be preserved. And so impressed was I by my my works that I foolishly taught to bring it to the plane of Axis, the, the plane of law. It's where I had done all my studies, after all. And they were horrified. Oh. History is meant to be lived, not trapped. I had amassed a super weapon. Dangerous artifacts being stockpiled is one thing, but I was taking away places, entire mountains or villages or peoples transported into my tapestry. They very nearly killed me. <laughs> I gave up my memories of how I made the tapestry to let them study it so they would make sure it never happened again. And I spent 300 years uh, studying an axis to make sure it didn't happen again. So, uh, no, Chiji, I don't think I'm an amazing and powerful sorcerer, no matter what the myth says. You must remember that all myths, ultimately, are based in real stories, and those stories aren't always beautiful. Mm -hmm. Sorry. It's all right. It's not... <laughs> this is perhaps a little too heavy, wouldn't you agree? Why don't we move on? Something a little more lighthearted. Nye, do you have any suggestions? And I think Nye reclines a little bit and claps her hands together and says, What about romance? I've been hearing some juicy rumors in the papers and I was hoping, Master Shi, that you could perhaps shed some light on them. Trudy <laughs> looks behind them 
and like at the table to make sure there's no one else with the same name of she. Uh, she's talking to you. Masami pauses what they're eating. Uh, me? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, some some less reputable papers have been running stories about uh, star-crossed interactions, which another member of the Rui village. I won't name names. Perhaps you could <laughs> confirm or deny this for us? <laughs> the fucking empress teases. Shuji uh, <laughs> is like fully blue in the fucking face. Oh my god. Um, How she's laughing. Oh god. She's very amused. I think there's... There's... I, I mean, I... Train together. <laughs> they're like sick in their seat. And they're like, there's nothing. It's He's not... I mean, we're not... Hey. Wait, what? Oh, they didn't I... say any names. Oh, well, the re papers had reported it was Yarika Mulandez of the Biting Roses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you have played yourself. Where's that food? Aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Haojin laughs a little bit and she smiles and says, Oh, you know. It's funny. Um, when I was a little girl, after the fire, of course, I never found myself getting interested in boys or girls. For a long time, I felt like I was broken, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. The world's different now. Nicer, more understanding about this kind of thing. Oh, are you not interested in anybody at all? Not really. But certainly, my father truly wanted grandchildren, so... Uh, I think most parents are like that. <laughs> but it's nice to see how open people are about romance these days. Back in my day, it was a very prim and proper affair, so thank you for making me smile. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Poor Chuchi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think Haojin turns to Sanku and says, changing topic slightly, I must say, uh, Master Witch Prince. <laughs> yeah? Of all the people in the tournament, I have to say I have been most pleasantly surprised by you. M really? Well, maybe this will make me look f uh, like a foolish old lady, but you are by far the youngest contestant. Oh, yeah, I forget that sometimes. <laughs> She smiles and says, we have a school, a school full of uh, students, but all of them are several years older than you. And um, I believe Bjorn of Winter's Roar was also quite young, but still older than you. You are exceptionally young compared to everyone else. I started adventuring when I was really young. I think I was 15. Hmm. That's about the age that my transformation, my rebirth, if you will, happened. Oh. So I think Nyan Favor climbs back a little bit and says... Well, I don't think there's any rule saying that you can't be successful at a young age. Isn't that right? And she seems to be kind to someone in the room. Who? Oh, come on. Who else would I be talking to? The other 18-year-old? What? She blinks at you. The other... Who else is 18? You didn't... Perhaps the makeup is just exceptionally heavy. And Q My Shy kind of clears her throat. 
You're That's Dee right. Dee? She's fucking baby as well. Oh. She looks at you sheepishly. You didn't know? I thought you were like 21. No. Um, it's a whole thing that I'm like very young to be a sponsor. Did this really never come up and come? Oh my goodness. I no, I, we, only, we only talked about dragons. Nyanfei kind of like hides a smile and says, No, in a way, I suppose uh, Q is to me what you are to the Re Phoenix. A young upstart who has proven herself exceptionally talented. And I think Q kind of just purses her lips and looks away like she's embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> the Ruby Phoenix just kind of laughs and you guys keep eating for a bit. I think Masami pauses and says, you know, I, I do have to say though, regardless of your past, there is there is at least something to admire from a stand, from a certain standpoint of the amount of magic that you wield. She smiles and says, Well, consider it a blessing from my Phoenix bloodline. I don't know why it manifested as strong as it did, but you are right in that I have a lot of innate power. Although that power has to be refined and studied, I'm sure you're well aware yourself, a uh, practitioner of magic, that it's one thing to wield a rock, it's another thing to sharpen it into a dagger. That's true. She kind of leans back in her seat a little bit and says, I don't really remember where I learned how to make my magic this good. Maybe it's something that was lost in the my 300 years. But certainly I am the best at what I do, I suppose. And she kind of winks. <laughs> Do you want to make me a perception check? They will. Secret, please. Yep. Hmm. You can't tell. That was either the genuine truth or her I know that you knowing. You know what I mean? Hmm. You can't tell which one it is. Still, there is... <laughs> One can't deny, I really don't think that there is anyone who even holds a candle to your caliber. From what I understand, as far as living sorcerers go, I don't know that there is anyone at my level. And that's not a brag so much as it is a fact of the matter. From my studies, it seems that in the continent of Garund, once upon a time, their old mage Jatembe, the discoverer of magic maybe would have been as strong as me and some could claim that the Baba Yaga far to the north of Avistan would have a similarly powerful magic but neither of them are present on Galarian very much we don't even know if Old Mage Tembe even existed so hmm I suppose I am the strongest and she looks sad again for now, somebody else might come up that is just as strong as you. Yeah. There's a whole world. And that might be quite nice, honestly. And honestly, whole other planes as well. We haven't considered those either. True. Well, certainly the people in Axis were something else to behold. I don't mean to say I outshined them in any way, 
but you have not seen the art of crafting planes until you've looked at the way that the people who made the planes do it. And she kind of smiles. I haven't even thought about that. Most of my magic's just stuff about water and elements, which I think is important too. Very much so. Do you not remember? The first thing I told you, Sank, was how much I appreciate your water magic. I don't think people value it enough. Everybody likes Fireball. And Fireball's great, but I have it too. It's because it's the flashiest, Sanku. Who who can say no to some aesthetics, right? Yeah. She's <laughs> She looks at you, Chuji, and nods and says, You're right, it is a very good aesthetic. <laughs> and I think you guys enjoy your meal together. You don't get any, like, major bombshells. She doesn't, like, say, by the way, I, twas I who opened up a portal. No, she doesn't, like, yeah. nothing like that happens, you know? But you come out of it feeling like maybe you know the person, Hao Jin, a little better than you knew the story of the Ruby Phoenix, you know? Yeah. Eventually, you, you know, it starts getting late. Uh, Nayan Fei, uh, makes a comment about how you should probably be resting soon. Mm-hmm. Although, she does hand very quietly as you're all saying your goodbyes, she hands one of you something. Mm-hmm. A key into the palm of your hand, Masami Takahara. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. Yeah? <laughs> From a quick glance, it looks like an ordinary bedroom key. My question is, do you do it? Is that even a question? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Masami Takahara, I guess you spend a pleasurable night with the Empress of fucking Goka. Oh (laughs) my god. But before you do that, um, <laughs> uh, Sanku, Masami, and Shuji, you leave the Ruby Palace for now. Um, <laughs> how are you guys all doing as you're making your way back into Goka, ready to sleep in the Ruby Village one last time? <laughs> um, well, okay, maybe for one of you. <laughs> I think Masami's pace kind of slows uh, once they're getting close to the uh, Ruby Village. They're a little lost in thought. She said that she relinquished her memories of making that tapestry to the leaders of Axis. Yeah. There's just something that doesn't sit right with me. And part of it kind of does have to do with my former boss. Do you want to know how he made the Oni's mask? How? How? He killed his former master and took his power. Hmm. Anything that happened of the former clan was expunged. Completely wiped out. There's not even a trace of it left. Mm. This doesn't explain all of the portals that are happening, but... If they're around, what if they want the Ruby Phoenix's power? That is very possible. And what if the finalists are stepping stones to get said power? That's... That would be that would explain why this person is stalking us. 
stalking mm. everyone. They're measuring us up. Then we'll just need to keep an eye out. I do want you to know that from the start, I really didn't want to believe that she was the perpetrator of all this. I, after hearing what we heard tonight, I don't, I really don't think it's her. I want to believe it's not her. Me too. I think Lolo's on your shoulder, Miss uh, Sanku. And he kind of clicks his tongue a little bit and says, No matter what it is, I'd like to believe that maybe Haojin doesn't know about this. I really don't think she does. All we can do now is keep doing what we have been doing. Mm-hmm. And hope that somehow something suddenly starts making sense. Now, shall we go back to the Ruby Village? I'd say we're all very tired. Mm-hmm. Ugh, real tuckered out. Wonderful. Masami, let's go. Uh, actually, you guys go ahead. What? Um, You're right. not going to do something dangerous, are you? Oh, no. But I am going to do something. They hold up the key between two fingers. Okay. You're kidding. I don't get it. You're fucking joking. <laughs> How? 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 How did you manage that? She was a fan of my chain lightning. She was a fan of my magic. I think she's a fan of more than just that. Yeah. I don't understand. Lolo, don't worry about it. Let's just, you know what? Have we'll fun. Tell you, we'll tell you when you're older, old man. Have a great time. <laughs> See you guys Please later. Please rest a little. Like, rest enough, though, okay? I, 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 <laughs> oh, believe me, if we'll we both lose... have a great rest. Okay. If we lose to the Light Keepers because you wanted to stay up all night, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> oh, Just be, be back fine. by the morning. Yeah, I'll be fine. God, all right. Okay. Come on, Sinku. Okay. So, you guys want to skip forward to the, um, to the finals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The sun is high in the sky, and there is not a cloud in the air. Sanku, Masami, and Chuji. The three of you make your way out of the, uh, the locker rooms towards the arena. As you go, you kind of look out at the crowd and catch the eyes of the other teams. Bavana Watergase smiles and nods knowingly like she understands that you guys have got this. Sigrid Beale sits back uh, arm folded kind of nodding like she's ready to watch the fight of a lifetime. Teacher Mafika Ayoari and his students uh, are all taking notes ready to see the finals unfold. Yalika Mulandez punches the air as you come out and cheers loudly. Next to her is Tino Tung, who beats his chest once and punches into the sky. And Liang Shen, dressed better than he was uh, yesterday, but <laughs> still a little worn out after your training this morning, sits and watches carefully. Master Azu is like actually playing music for this. Like oh. he is <laughs> playing the music for this battle. Um, and it's very cool, very, uh, very fun. Hell yeah. As you all make your way into the arena, champions of the Ruby Phoenix Tournament, 
you see across from you four figures. Uh, all of them wear black gi, looking uniform except for Diki Sonam, who uh, isn't wearing sleeves on his because muscle's too big. <laughs> Diki Sonam, the Samsaran monk, folds his arms against each other and kind of subtly flexes his muscles in a kind of like threatening fashion. Uh, and he kind of grins and says, Well, 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 well. If it ain't the team that only got in because we gave them an extra feather. How are you guys all doing today? That's definitely the only reason and not because we can kick ass. Uh, <laughs> Specifically that... kicked your ass. Twice. I did kick your ass. Uh, 2G points at Dickie Sanam. <laughs> Dickie Sanam just kind of grits his teeth and smiles. Um, Alskanaki exiled the uh, Hobgoblin Necromancer. Uh, kind of like just rolls their neck a little bit and looks up at the sky and says, Hmm, yes. Well, unlike last time, I think you'll find that we're not going into this without prior thought. We've been waiting to come against you all, after all. And we're prepared to take you on the right way. Oh, no surprise attacks from your leader? Hmm. Not this time. Uh, Hui Ying kind of, like, flicks some hair and says, You people took something of mine. My ray gun. That wasn't yours. <laughs> Finders keepers, right? Yeah, and you found it first. <laughs> Let's get one thing straight. Sometimes people say nothing personal before kicking each other's asses. I want you to know this is 100% personal. And I'm going to mean every punch. Feeling is mutual. And standing there with her giant fuck-off moth is Sutak Noir, who kind of like just stands there and smiles like she isn't the worst person in the world, you know? Yeah. Um, her hair kind of flicks in the wind, but going the wrong direction. And she says, I cannot think of a team I would rather have met in the finals. A rematch. The second one we've had to do recently, but I have a feeling it'll go the same way as our last rematch. Do you? Hmm. I'm going to enjoy this fight very much. And I hope... I hope you can tolerate it, at least. And if the... And, and if this goes any way, the last time you fought us... And I hope you can suck it down, too. She just turns... Like, she doesn't move her body, but she turns her head to, like, slowly look at you. And then she goes back and looking at the uh, at the Ruby Phoenix up in the stands and raises a hand in the signal of like, yeah, we're ready to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> up above, Tagata Emi calls out and says, everyone, everyone this, this is, is it. it. A, a fight, fight ten, ten years, years in, the, in the, making. the making. We have the Light Keepers. Scoundrels and rogues from across the continent. A witch, a martial artist, a brawler, and a necromancer. Truly, the scum of the Ruby Phoenix tournament. And yet the crowds can't get enough of them. Maybe it's their wits, maybe it's their wiles, maybe it's the fact that they don't give up until the job is done. But the Light Keepers are some of the strongest fighters that this world has ever seen. And people cheer, people punch the air. Uh, some people boo, but like, you know, it's like when you boo at a heel in a wrestling tournament, you know, like, boo. Like, yeah, okay, we actually do love you, that kind of thing, you know? And she floats uh, by and says, And now, 
On the other side of the arena, we have the Radiant Winds, the only team in the entire Ruby Phoenix tournament thus far to never have suffered a loss. Back on Danger Island, throughout the tournament itself, and now up to here, the Radiant Winds have never lost. Could this be a sign from the gods like so many people say? Or are they just really that good? A witch, a monk, and a ninja. Who's gonna stand tall? Who's going to fall? There's only one way to find out. Lady Hao Jin! And she kind of turns and uh, Hao Jin appears on those glass screens and she stands up and says, All right, everyone. Ready? And she claps both of her hands together and that sound echoes through the arena. Fight! And everyone, let's roll some initiative and enter the finals of the Ruby Phoenix tournament. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Hello everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. Uh, just a quick announcement in the middle of your episode today. Um, as a heads up, we are, as you may guess, slowly coming to the end of Book 2 of Ruby Phoenix. Um, as a heads up, following this, we will be going on a very brief change of schedule, uh, because I'm going to be, for the first time in five years of GMing for these nerds, going on vacation, visiting them, and staying with them for a while, which honestly is going to be kind of huge for me. <laughs> um, so I'll be, you know, united with uh, Dave, my partner, um, and obviously with Ritz and KK as well, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, now, that being said, we don't want to leave you high and dry during this time, far from it. Uh, that's why we have two very special episodes coming your way. Um, we are going to have episode zero of Fist of the Ruby Phoenix, um, which will involve Sanku, Chuji, and Sami's first adventure together, which was briefly alluded to uh, in Sanku's happiest memory in the museum episode, which you may remember. Um, you will be able to see the first time that we played these characters, um, see us make character-defining decisions, and, you know, get a hang of how to play these characters for the first time. Um, on top of that, a little while later, we are going to have an interview with the author of book one of Fist of Ruby Phoenix, as well as the creative director of Paizo and all-around cool guy Luis Loza on the show. Um, we are really looking forward to that one, and we hope that you guys uh, really look forward to it as well. Um, that will be coming in the next few weeks. We will have a few uh, weeks where we won't have an upload, um, but we hope that, you know, you don't uh, mind too much considering the reason. Um, but yeah, check in and listen to those episodes listen to past seasons if you haven't already re-listen to them if you must i don't know what keeps you entertained and uh yeah as always everyone keep it rolling i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. We now return to Dice Will Roll. 42. 27. Ew. 34. Okay. <clears throat> Top of the order. Sanku, Witch Prince of the Sea. As the, uh, as the fight starts, the other team rushes forward, getting ready to beat your asses. Lolo sits on your shoulder, Sanku, and he lets out a, a low rumble and says, Come on, Sanku. For your family. For your village. For yourself. Show them your true strength. All right. And then I look in my character sheet for five minutes. Um. Okay, but before we start your turn, Sanku. Sanku, mm-hmm. you are level 17. I am. You've leveled up. What did you get this t- time around? Um, well, I'm a master in diplomacy because Sanku is just a little sweetheart. He is. He's very nice. He's very kind. I got some spells that nobody's allowed to know about. I'm afraid. And, uh, and I got, uh, feet. I got a feet. Uh, I got title shield. That's an ancestry feat, right? What does title mm-hmm. shield do? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can, like... It says you conjure the force of the tides to gain a plus four circumstance bonus to AC until the end of their next turn. I can do that once per day. Um, and anybody that's adjacent to me also can get a plus two to their AC as long as they're um, as long as long they're adjacent to me. And yeah. uh, I can do that for five rounds. It's two actions to cast, but it's basically a super shield spell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Senku said the water, I am the water and the water mm-hmm. is me. Okay. We're going to get right into it, though. Come on, Sanku, what do you do? You've got three actions, and we're... I think Sanku is going to immediately start by casting haste on um, Chuji. Well, if this is your seventh level haste, Sanku, this would affect everyone. Oh, well, then take haste. <laughs> so... I will. Uh, the way that this would work for uh, Masami, uh, because you're already quick into Masami when yep. you're attacking, this yep. would give you an extra step if you wanted to. Like, you could okay. move, but you wouldn't be able to attack five times. <laughs> be kind of badass oh, yeah. if okay. you could, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, thank you. How does this look as you raise your staff in the air and start uh, speeding everyone on your team up? Um, whenever Sanku it gets too, like, excited, um, I've always, like, I was going to say headcanon. It's just canon. Um, uh, whenever Sanku's excited, I've always imagined that there's, like, like, uh, that, like magic flitters around him. I think it's that same sort of, like, bubbling, uh, like, bubbles that, like, pop into little, like, um, into, like, color around everybody. And mm-hmm. I think that uh, I, it, it's all, that's like, the same color kind of thing. Okay. So, everyone, you're all kind of, like, with these bubbles popping in and out of existence around you. You feel a surge of strength push through you all, and you are all quickened. You have an extra action to stride or strike. That is uh, not going to affect you this turn, Sanku. It only takes effect on the start of your next turn, but it will affect everyone else. Mm-hmm. You have one action left. What do you do? I think I'll just stick to uh, shield since I only have one, and it's a cantrip, so. Okay. Uh, Sanku, you uh, clap your staff down on the ground, and a bubble appears around you, ready to protect you from harm. And that is going to be your turn, Sanku, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, next in the order is Hui Ying. 
Uh, the noblewoman turned trill-seeking mean girl rushes forward and she's going to go directly for you, Masami. Uh, she gets up in your space and she immediately goes for a pressure point attack. Uh, so that's going to be a fist strike against you, Masami. Okay. And that is going to be a 44 to hit. All right, that hits. Okay. Uh, she jabs a finger into your gut, Masami, and shocks of pain shoot through you. Um, you are going to need to make me a fortitude save, please. 43 with Juggernaut. Oh, you are completely unaffected by um, by this pressure point attack. You still take damage from it, uh, oh, yeah. which is going to be 24 bludgeoning and electricity damage to you. Okay. You are not, like, paralyzed by this attack, which is what she was going for. And she kind of frowns annoyed at you and says, this again. Come on. Just cow over and give up already. We both know that's what's coming. <laughs> you mistake me. I'm way tougher than I look. Um, she rolls her eyes with, yeah, with those two tails, I'm sure. <laughs> Keep <laughs> believing that. Siutak Noir's turn. She kind of like hums a little bit to herself and her mot flutters on her shoulder. She says, that's a very nice haste, Sanku. You're very good at magic. And then she clenches her fist. And she casts Anti-Magic Field. Centered on you catching Chuji. A bubble of like opaque black just kind of appears from the ground around you, like a hemisphere. And it traps you and Chuji in it. And so long as you are in here, you and Chuji are not going to be hasted anymore. Spells can't penetrate the area. Magic items cease to function. No one inside can cast spells or use magical abilities. Spells that are in the area are countered. Magic effects resume the moment that you leave. So when you leave, you'll be hasted again. But so long as you're in here, you are not. Which means that Chuji, next turn, you will only have three actions. Okay. Uh, and she kind of like smiles coyly and says, All right, now what? Hmm. And I think she uh, very casually just turns and looks at you, Masami. And I think she's going to cast Evil Eye on you. And you see what Sanku saw a few a month ago on Danger Island. An eye opens up in the middle of her forehead and is staring at you. And it makes you so viscerally uncomfortable. You need to make me a will save. Because even though you're not even looking at her, you can feel her gaze. 42. With resolve. Great success. You are unaffected. And she I think she kind of clicks her tongue and says, Okay, I see how it is. Magic won't work on the Kitsune. Richter's spine. And that's going to be her turn. And as Kanak the Exiled grunts a little bit uh, before uh, waving their staff in the air. So what they're going to do is they're gonna cast a ninth level animate dead. Okay. Askenak grips their hand and something emerges from the floor beneath you all. And at first you think it's just dust. And then that dust forms into scales. And those scales kind of coil together to make the shed skin of a giant snake. And I'm talking a snake the size of an elephant. This massive, like, hollow serpent emerges. And I think all of you can tell that this is a very dangerous and very strong creature. And the crowd cheers, and some of them 
make like horrified noises as uh, Tagana and he says, Goodness gracious! That can't be right! As Kadak the Exile has summoned a hollow serpent, a vicious undead creature! In any other place, this would be uh, an immediate stop to the tournament. But there are no laws against it in the Ruby Phoenix tournament, everyone! <laughs> and people boo, some cheer. As Kadak doesn't care. With their last action, the hollow serpent surges forward towards, uh, towards the end, uh, just outside the, uh, bubble, uh, the anti-magic field, waiting for you all to dare to leave. Um, mm -hmm. and that's gonna be Asconak's turn. She Chuji, hi, you're level, you're like level, uh, 17 now, level right? level 72, yeah, like 650. What's up? How are you, how are you doing? Um... Pretty okay. I got I got mostly like um, beats this level. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got graceful legend. What's that do? It makes me a graceful legend. Um, That's my good. <laughs> my um makes my class DC uh, go to master. Makes it makes it real nice. Makes it real pretty. Mm -hmm. um, that, your your AC right now is forty one, by the way, which is yeah. fucking crazy. I do have an AC of 41. That is a little bit insane. I also got uh, Adamantine Strikes. Yeah, um, what's that do? My fists are just so fucking hard that they could kill and destroy uh, wood and objects and things. Yeah, your fists now uh, are... Uh, basically, they count as Adamantine, which means that they are literally harder than diamonds and you can easily destroy most objects with, like, quick punches. Yeah. So that's fun. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I also got Symphony of Blood. Yeah, we, we did something new with this one, right? It's not a, a dampier thing, but uh, it has to do with drinking blood, which mm -hmm. you actually don't do. So what did we do here? Uh, Symphony of Blood, uh, yeah, it usually is like blood, uh, and it also gives you a seventh level uh, Divine Innate spell, which is usually like turning into like a bat yeah, it lets you like Yeah, it lets you suck up blood from other people, which is yeah, really yeah. cool. Um, but I get to cast Finger of Death. You know, just cool Jiangxi things. Point at someone and say, die. Yeah, I do say that, and I do do that. Mm -hmm. Now, it is your turn. Um, you have three actions. You would have four, but unfortunately, you are standing in an area of no magic. I did get cut this turn. Um, Chuji. I really don't like that serpent. Yeah, it's a big fucking snake is the problem. Do snakes usually have attack of opportunity? Uh, you could make me a religion check to see if this thing looks like it would, like jump you if you tried to run past it. Um... You know what? I'm a, I'm, I'm a big hearty Jiangxi. Um... Kyuji's gonna move over here and not care. Okay, so you run out of the bubble uh, towards the Hollow Serpent? Mm -hmm. Okay, what do? I beat the shit out of this Hollow Serpent. Uh, Chuji's going to two-action one-inch punch it. Okay, go for it. Oh, and my stance! I almost forgot. Uh, they're gonna get into Stoked Flame Stance. Okay, go for it. I will say, as you come into this thing's space, um, mm -hmm. a cloud of choking acrid dust immediately fills your lungs as you, like, leave the bubble to be next to this thing. Okay. It's got a desiccation aura, and you need to make me a fortitude save or become enfeebled and slowed. That's a nat 20, so go kill yourself, go die. You're fine. You, um, you're not even a little bit dehydrated by this thing. Yeah, get fucked. Uh, so that's going to be a 44 to hit. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's going to be a... Uh, that's going to be a hit. Roll damage. Uh, that'll be 28 damage. 
Okay, you do that 28 damage. You punch into this leathery snake, and it doesn't make any noise because it is literally just an empty husk, you know? But it turns looking back at you with those empty eyes, and it's really unsettling. And uh, Tagala Amy says, Shichuji takes it on themselves to try fight the hollow serpent and knock it out of the arena. Meanwhile, as Connect the Exile continues puppeteering it from behind the scenes. Uh, and Shuji, is that your turn? Yes, it is. Okay. It is Diki Sonam's turn. Uh-huh. And Diki Sonam says, Yes, ma'am. And he rushes towards you all. But not towards you, Chuchi, like you might have expected. Oh. They go right for Masami. They're a little rivalry. I feel hurt. He was told <laughs> to beat the shit out of Masami. He's gonna do it. Oh. Diki Sonam rushes you, Masami. And okay. uh, as he gets you, he is going to try to just immediately punch you in the face. Okay. And Masami, that is going to be... Ooh. He misses by tree. He rolled a two. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yep. That's about 37. Done hit. Yeah. If a 37 is... A, if him rolling a two is a 37, you should be afraid. He punches into the air right next to where your head was a moment ago, and he snorts and says, Come here! I'm not letting you go this time. We've learned to work better as a team, and... Hey, she said to break your spine, so I'm going to do that. And stop talking. Well, he does that. And 39 against your AC. No. Ooh. He tries to grab at you, Masami, and pull you into, like, a a bear hug. uh, But you just weave out of the way. And he is snarling. Masami, it is your turn. What do you do? They're going to be smart about this rather than be damaging about it. They are going to cast Mirror's Misfortune. Okay. And Mirror's Misfortune, remind me quickly. So basically, Masami makes a duplicate of themselves, and if they hit the duplicate, which lasts for a minute, Mm. then they get Misfortune. Oh my god, so they'll roll twice and take the lower results in general? Uh, yeah, so success unaffected. Failure, within the next hour, the creature must roll its next two attack rolls twice and take the lower results. Oh, dear. Crit fail. Within the next hour, the creature must roll for its uh, must roll its next four attack rolls twice and take the lower result. Okay. So, you basically have split yourself in two. I'm actually gonna put a second Masami onto the field. This isn't like a mirror image. This is a second you. Yes. Okay. Um, and no one can tell which of you is which, right? I want you to pick which of these is you, okay? Shuffle okay. them around a few times. One of them is you, one of them isn't. I don't know, but you know, okay? Okay. They're going to have to figure this out on their turn. Um, the gig's going to be up when you start doing things again, probably. So you probably. really just have to ho- hope that they hit one of you <laughs> and they, they go for the wrong one. Oh, you forget. Senki's yeah. haste. You still won't know. I still have an extra move. God damn it! Yes, you're quickened, which means that you will get an action to move, and the clone will get an action to move. Do you know what will make this harder? What will make this harder? If I go into Arcane Cascade, because this is an illusion effect, so I go invisible, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) You want to hit me? Fucking try it! Jesus 
Christ. Okay, Masami. <laughs> An illusory arcane cascade flips over. Immediately after creating a clone, you go invisible. Yep. <laughs> and I'm so mad. Never make, never let me play a tactical character ever. <laughs> uh, is Masami, is that your turn? Uh, yeah, they're gonna stow their turn because if they make a hostile action, they can't do their, uh, the invisibility's gone. Okay. Sanku, Witch Prince of the Sea, it is your turn. Uh, you are inside an anti-magic field. That sucks. Um, outside of the anti-magic field, Diki Slanam and Hu Ying are facing off against, uh, well, there was two Misamis, but now there's no one. Um, Shi Chuji is brawling against this hollow serpent, and Siutak Noa and Asconnect the Exiled in the back are just launching more spells. Can I leave? Can I just leave? Yeah, you can just walk out. Okay, well, I'm gonna walk out away from the hollow serpent. Okay. So I'm going here. I will remind you that you can't cast through this bubble. This whole bubble here is completely no magic happens here. That's fine. Uh, you leave the bubble running to the southeast. Uh, you can see Diki Sonam, Hu Ying, uh, and in the distance, Sutekma and Askanak. You're pretty sure Invisible and Sami is somewhere, but you don't know where. And he's not going to worry about it because I'm casting Frigid Flurry. Ah! Uh-oh. Diku Sonam and Askanak the Exiled are in a big old line, huh? Yes, yes they are. Okay. So, Sanki, you point your staff and ice-cold wind rips through them all, uh, passing by the Invisible Masami who is in the way. And that is going to be a fail for Diki Sonam and a crit success nat 20 for Azkanak the Exiled. Uh, Azkanak, I think Matrix dodges under this frigid flurry, and the crowd starts cheering. Tagala Emi says, Amazing! It looks like the Lightkeepers are really bringing their A game to this fight. They want to win that artifact from the Ruby Phoenix. Yes, well. <laughs> Diki Sonam takes 63 damage, so. <laughs> Yeah, Diki Sonam is blasted by this cold. Um, that hurt. He has a lot of HP. He's a big guy, but that hurt, you know? Mm -hmm. um, he grits his teeth, and I think he looks true Masami at you. Mm -hmm. And he's mad. He's gonna. I, he's just mad. Oh. Um, so, Sanku, that is gonna be your turn. Um, they are being cheered for, I will say. The Lightkeepers are all getting a rally effect, which is not good for you guys. Mm -hmm. uh, is that your turn, Sanku? Um, yeah, I moved and then I casted a spell. Okay, it is Hu Ying's turn. Now, you've done something very clever with your turn, Masami, and I don't know that Hu Ying has figured it out yet. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a will save to see if she realizes the trick that you have pulled with the uh, mirrors and the invisibility and stuff. Uh, that is a 32. She is clueless. And I think she kind of cockily taunts at you, kind of like waving your, her hand in a come here pose. And she says, oh, Masami, at least make this challenging for me. Don't just stand there. And then she rushes forward and she delivers a pressure point attack right into the mirror's neck. That is a 53 to hit. Oh, <laughs> shatter. So she punches into the air, and then there's a, like, a sound like breaking glass. And as the, the invisible Masami comes back into existence, she just sees like shards falling to the floor, and misfortune falls upon her. She needs yep. to make a will save. Will save. Oh no. Fail. That's a failure. Yup. 
Uh, so what happens on a failure? So on a failure, your next... For the next hour, the next two attack rolls uh, is misfortune. Oh my god, so she's gonna have to roll twice and take the lower one. Okay, uh -huh. shit. So this shatters out of existence. And she looks around like, the fuck was that? <laughs> For heaven's sake, she says, and she tries to punch again. And uh, nope, she just wastes her time punching and throwing and trying to find where you might be, Masami. But your ninja <laughs> powers are out ninjaing her. Have you guys ever seen like Resident Evil knife runs? <laughs> <laughs> so that is going to be her turn, actually. Um, next in the order is going to be Siutak Noir. And I think she looks around a little bit. And she looks at you, Chuji. Mm -hmm. And she just kind of smiles. Weird bitch. She calls out to you and says, You like to fight, don't you? Love a good brawl. Oh, the great Shi Chuji, the best fighter of them all. Yeah. Why don't you taste some retribution? And she pricks her finger in the air, and then Chuji, you feel a sharp stab in your shoulder. Ow. Chuji, you need to make me a will save real fast. Okay. A 39. And a third path of perfection. Um, when you roll a success on a save, you get a critical success. When you get a critical fail on a save, you get a fail. When you roll a fail on a save that does damage, you take half damage. Okay. Unfortunately, that doesn't apply here. What? Because this is a curse she's putting on you. And all it's going to do is every time, Chuji, you hurt someone, you're going to feel that prick again and you're gonna take damage. But she has to spend action sustaining it, okay? Mm -hmm. And she kind of smiles as her hair twists and waves and says, what's wrong? Don't you want to hit me for that? I really fucking do. Oh, then come do it. Come do that. She raises a hand, Chuji, and I need you to make a will save as she casts Dominate on you. Okay. That's... I rolled a fail. Uh, so is that just... So, because this is an incapacitation effect, this is a success. Okay. And on a success, you are stunned one as you fight off the commands. Fuck your quickened. Fuck you. She points at you, and she's like, kind of like beckoning you closer. Like, come on, hit me. Come closer. Come this way. She and literally just spits in her direction. You are spitting, but it's very hard to stop yourself from moving over towards her. Uh, the crowd is cheering and booing and screaming in delight. This is such a fight. Um, that is going to be her turn. It is Azkanak's turn. Uh, Azkanak grunts and says, Snake, eat the vampire. And the hollow serpent rushes down on you, Chuchi. Oh, here we go. And that's going to be a jaw attack on you. Which is a 32, which is a miss. Miss, yeah. Oh, so close. Almost a crit. Uh, she is going to try it again. Fuck, I really should have done that. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I think the snake moves too close. And I think you... Uh, are going to be ex like it's just getting a little bit too up in your grill for its own safety. So it's going to be flat foot. Mm. 
Um, but that is going to be that's uh, the snake's turn with the two action Asconac Dave. Asconac, in the meantime, then, uh, is going to continue staring off, grunting a little bit. Uh, he's going to cast Bless. They kind of like bless themselves a few times and a weird profane aura starts to grow around them. Um, and everyone within, uh, all their allies within uh, 30 feet are going to be boosted. So that's going to uh, be pretty bad for anyone who's too close. Uh, and that is going to be as the next turn. Uh, They're buffing their allies. Shuji, it's your turn. Suetak Noir wants you to come closer. The Hollow Serpent wants to eat you. Uh, there's an anti-magic bubble, there's Hu Ying, there's a lot of stuff. What do you do? The thing is that I also, I want to beat the fuck out of Sutakwa. Um, this, this serpent means very little to Chuji. But now, now, now that Sutakwa literally wants Chuji to come over, and even did a whole dominate person thing to get Chuji to come over, <laughs> Chuji's authority problems are taking over and now they're fighting with themselves. <laughs> How embarrassing would it be if the Chuji just never even came near Tsutakuma? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, first of all, Chuji's going to get out of uh, Stoke Flame Stance and get into uh, Dragon Stance. Okay. As you're running, you uh, stop skipping and kind of start hopping. Uh, you're switching from using your hands to your legs. What yes. now? You have um, one. You only have two actions this turn. Well, yeah, three actions because you're quickened. Yeah, quick and stunned, fighting to, for your action economy. <laughs> Fucking literally. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna make a regret asking for this. Uh, Chuji runs over to Sutakumar and uh, Floria blows her. Okay, go for it. Uh, 34 and 45. Okay, the 34 is a miss, uh, but the 45 is a hit. She is blocking a few of your attacks with her hair, but like you do manage to like land a good punch into her mm -hmm. you know and that's 22 damage she smiles as you come closer and says there we go just like i wanted yeah whatever i'm doing this because i want to <laughs> uh it's dicky sonam's turn dicky sonam decides i don't fucking care about masami right now <laughs> all right <laughs> damn uh he decides he's actually really mad at sanku oh shit <laughs> and he is going to barrel towards Sanku. He has to actually uh, make uh, an acrobatics check to get through your space uh, because unfortunately you are kind of in his way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 35, does that be your reflex DC? Reflex DC... 10 plus reflex, right? Yeah. No. And I think he's just gonna have to go around you. So he skids out of your way, Masami, and runs towards Sanku. So hang on a minute. Yeah? Were those steps? No, he was running. Fuck. <laughs> you shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have. You really shouldn't have said that. Well, their invisibility is broken as they use up an attack of opportunity. Okay. You zip out of uh, invisibility and stab into Diki Sunam's side as he rushes for Sanku. Oh my god. 50. Holy. 50? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not, right? Okay, Masami, roll me that damage as you stab into Diki Sonam's side. My crit damage. 44 in total. Wolf. Well, you do that 
uh, and you stab into the Dicky Sonam side. But perhaps more importantly, the crowd cheers. They jump to their feet and they punch the air as the wicked Dicky Sonam is punished. And uh, Pegata Emmy calls out and says, Jumping out, Tim there, Masami Takahara shows Dicky Sonam who's boss. It's incredible. And you guys are going to be rallied. Uh, but Dicky Sonam now, he's turns and grunts at you, Masami, as he's getting past you, uh, looking down at this gash across his front, and he, gr like, snarls, and then I think he just throws a punch directly for your face, Sanku. Okay. And, uh, that is gonna be a 43 to hit against you, Sanku. Yeah, that hits. Okay, that's gonna be 30 bludgeoning damage no. as he decks you in the face. It will not. It will be 30 minus 11. 19? Yeah, that'll be 19 damage. Okay, Sanku, you are decked by this guy, and he, like, pulls his fist back as he realizes that your scale's like hardened and he looks at you almost dumbly for a second before the worst thing that could happen in this situation happens. Oh no, does he start smiling? He fucking beams and he says, oh, oh good. You won't break the first few times. I won't break it all, you weirdo. <laughs> and I think he like coils his fingers getting ready to absolutely smush you, you know? He will try. Uh, he is, he is already ignoring Sutak Noir's orders to focus Masami. Oh, well. So much for working as a team, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Masami, it is your turn. Hu Ying is uh, fighting you. Uh, Diku Sonama has surged past you. Uh, there's a hollow serpent. Uh, Sutak Noir and Shuji are dueling each other. What do you do? A distracting spell strike against Hu Ying. Okay. How does this work again? So I need to make a strike. I need to make a feint and a strike, I believe. Oh right, yes, that's how this works. Absolutely. Yes. So, feint. It's a nat twenty. <gasps> oh my god, what happens on a nat twenty of a feint? Feint. Uh, crit success. You throw your enemy's defenses against you entirely off. The target is flat-footed against melee attacks that you attempt uh, against it until the end of your next turn. Oh my god. She's not wow, having a you good day. Yeah, you've completely caught her off guard. Uh, you, like, jump one way, jump the other way. I think it's because you just came out of invisibility. It's really startled her. <laughs> so you can now make a spell strike. That faint was basically for free. Yeah. That is a hero point is what that is. That is a, that is, <laughs> that, that, that is a hero point. It's a good thing I did. Not 20 oh again. It's a 52. <laughs> and you won't believe what I'm using. What are you using? My signature. No. Chain Lightning. And she doesn't have a chance. I know she has jacked reflex. I'm not giving her the chance. Oh my god. Okay. Masami, you zip around and catch Huying so off guard as you slash into her and electrocute her. Lightning's shooting out of her and passing through the light keepers. The crowd cheers and off in the stands, uh, despite herself, Nyamfei throws herself to her feet and punches the air. Roll me the damage before so, anything else. The crit from... <laughs> the crit from their Chokuto is 62. Okay. And then the damage oh, Jesus. from Chain Lightning oh, double of 72. Double of 72. Sammy, you do 200 and six damage to Hu Ye. <laughs> and she is sent careening backwards, you know? She like holds herself, her eyes wide, and that moxie, that bravo is gone. She looks afraid for a moment. She looks at you completely stunned. I don't think she has any cool quip, 
She is just completely all caught off guard. And Masami, you feel that ego pushing through you as the crowds cheer, Masami, Masami. That's going to be another rally the crowd. <laughs> and Tagata, Emmy says, Unbelievable! Masami Takahara surges through the battlefield like a salmon upstream, nearly taking out Hu Ying in one go. And Hu Ying looks at you with like wide eyes. Says, you think you're something special, don't you? You think you're some kind of next big thing? How dare you? Do you know who I am? Do you know who my family is? <laughs> oh, the death knell of a scared royal. The thing is, honey, as they take out all nine of their tails, Ooh. I don't care. <laughs> you have one action left. She is totally freaked the fuck out by this. Oh, the chain lightning, though? <laughs> oh my god, okay. I'm so gonna everyone's need, saves, huh? I'm gonna need a reflex save from the Hollow Serpent, Sutak Noir, okay. and Azkanak the Exiled. Okay. Well, the Hollow Serpent... Uh, saves. Wow, just Sutak Noir saves. Uh, Azkanak the Exiled fails. Okay. So everyone's going to take half 72. That is 36. 36 damage, except for Asknacked, who takes all of it. Yep. Okay. Uh, and Masami, you have one action left now. The fuck do you do? Oh, <laughs> Force Fang. Okay, Masami, with your nine tails, you surge forward and beat the shit out of Hu Yang. Roll me that damage. 18 damage, and their spell strike is back. Okay. Hu Ying is looking badly injured, by the way. Like, that immediately nearly took her the fuck out. She's a very strong fighter. I'm very impressed. <laughs> Thank you. It is your turn. Um, unfortunately, Diki Sonam is right up in your grill right now. Yeah, I don't really care. I'm gonna do it anyways. Um, I have HP to spare for the moment. Plus, he punches. Okay. Um, I'm going... Are you going to cast a spell? I, I want to cast a spell. I don't care if Okay, well, before you cast a spell... He sees you going to cast that spell, and he goes in for an uppercut into the jaw with an attack of opportunity. You can sure try. Uh, that is going to be Sanku. Mmm, 47, almost a crit. If the crab were on his side, that would have been a crit. Mm-hmm. That's going to be 27 minus 11. That's a 16 bludgeoning damage, Sanku, as he throws a punch at you. You are so lucky he did not disrupt that spell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And he didn't, so God bless me. I'm casting Summon Draconic Legion. It's a level 9 spell. Now, this isn't something you'd normally have access to, but I gave yeah. it to you because of Dragon Disciple. What yeah. the fuck does Summon Draconic Legion do? I momentarily summon an army of powerful dragons that unleash annihilating blasts. That's something that you'd say, by the way. I unleash annihilating blasts. You'd <laughs> say that to me when we're just hanging out. Um, the descend upon your location. These dragons, they act as one, collectively occupy the space of a gargantuan creature. They have a fly speed of 100 feet, and when I cast the spell, I choose whether it summons chromatic or metallic. In this case, I'll let you do Imperial. Thank you. So a massive swarm of dragons kind of erupts out of a crack in the sky, and you see uh, forest dragons, sea dragons, underworld dragons, gold, black, blue, red, surging through the battlefield, and the crowd cheers. I'm gonna refresh your rally, because that's just such a thematic spell for them all. What happens? This is an incarnate spell, so it does something on the first turn and something on the second turn, right? Yes. So, so what happens on the first turn? The first thing that happens is two different blasts of energy. 
a 120-foot line, and a 60-foot cone. They can't overlap. They need to be in different directions, which is fine. Um, uh, they need to take. Uh, they need to make a. I'll, I'll need basic reflex saves from people, um, and uh, that'll take 10d8 damage. And I can choose, or you know, the dragons can choose the type of damage that each breath weapon, depending on the category, uh, they, like the, they could. I could choose a damage type. Yeah, basically. Then I'm gonna go with uh, the cone taking the hollow serpent and Huying, and then okay. Siu Noir is going to take the line. Okay. These Imperial dragons surge through the battlefield, coiling and roiling as they go, and uh, they open their maws and start blasting out. Um, you see, like, a few green dragons blasting out a swarm of locusts. Um, you see some sea dragons blasting out streams of ice-cold water. Uh, some sovereign dragons shooting fire. Um, it's all very impressive, very cool. Um, mm-hmm. They're all going to make reflex saves, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you. That is going to be... A success for the Hollow Serpent. Mm-hmm. A failure for Hui Ying. Uh oh. Siutak Noir also fails with a 34. <laughs> um, uh, that is 52 damage. These streams of elemental energy shoot through everyone. Uh, the Hollow Serpent isn't particularly hurt by this, um, but Hui Ying and Siutak Noir are caught pretty bad by it. And Hu Ying is almost out already, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she is near she is near KO. You can see she's, like, clutching her shoulder as uh, she bats away these locusts that, like, a forest dragon braided on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's soaking wet. She is uh, partially burned, and she is mad. How dare you? Mm-hmm. And uh, Tagata Emi calls out and says, Amazing! Amazing! Senku, Senku Witch Prince of the Sea, calls upon his draconic allies to lay waste to his opponents. It's amazing! It's amazing. Truly a spectacle worthy of the Ruby Phoenix tournament. And thank you, that your turn. Uh, no, I have I, I have not been able to use my haste yet, I think. <laughs> yes, that's right. You can run. I think that... Uh, I think Senku's going to just move 25 feet. I know that I'm probably going to... With Dickie Sanam, but it, I don't care. No, you already you already did it with... Oh, uh, just, right. He has attack of opportunity, but Senku, he already used it. So you could just lead him on a wild goose chase. <laughs> and he runs away. Get back here. <laughs> no, I don't think I will. And he like sticks his tongue out. Um, okay, is that your turn? Yep. Hui Ying's turn. Hui Ying looks startled. Aww. And she looks at these dragons roaring through the sky around her. She looks at you, Masami, she snows, and I think she just screams out in frustration and throws herself at you. Maybe not her maybe a little oh dear, that is a 37. Yikes. No, that's a miss. She throws again. And this time, that is going to be a 48. Okay, yeah, there we go. <laughs> she pushes into you, and that's going to be 30 bludgeoning and electricity damage as she gets you in a pressure point. Okay. And she snarls and says, I can't lose. Now is not the time. Our victory is upon us, and everything was going according to plan until you showed up. Well, how unfortunate for you. Um, and I think she is going to step into the magic, uh, into the anti-magic field. So she is not... She is not uh, running. She doesn't provoke an attack of opportunity, but she takes a step backwards into that field. So you can't actually spell strike her. Okay. Uh, it is Su Taknois' turn. And she uh, looks at you, Chuji, as this is all happening. And uh, she just kind of smiles and says, There we go. Didn't it feel good to just follow an order, Chuji? I didn't. 
and yet you came anyway. And then she throws her fucking hair, and it coils into a- oh no. Mm. Coils into it a what now? <laughs> it goes to coil around your neck, Chuchi. But I think you grab her hair. Yeah. Holy shit. You grab her hair, and I think she can't actually use it anymore. And she's like, hmm. Alright. So long as you choose to have a handful, she is going to have to uh, not use her hair. Which is fine. Okay. Because she just uh, sighs and waves a hand. Shuji, she's going to cast Chilling Darkness on you. And um, that is going to be essentially the, the shadowy version of Searing Light. A ray of utterly cold darkness tinged with unholy energy shoots into you. And that is going to be an, a spell attack roll against you. That is a 49 to hit. It hits, yeah. Not a crit, which is fucking crazy. <laughs> um, and that is going to do um, 5d6 cold damage. That's 40, sorry, 96 cold damage. 40 cold damage to you, Chuji, as ice shoots through your veins. And she says, now, stay here. Focus on me. Got it? <laughs> You've got some fucking nerve. Don't I just, Chuji? Uh, at the end of her turn, Sutak Noir just starts to laugh a little bit, but it's like a low laugh. And she's cackling. So you are still going to have Needle of Vengeance effective on you. Okay. Askenak's turn. Uh, Askenak uh, rolls her eyes and says, Is now really the time, Sutuk? And uh, they wave a hand, and uh, that hollow serpent lurches towards you, Chuji, and goes to bite you again. Okay. Ooh. Damn. Another nat one? What the fuck? Damn. Chuji, I'll let you use a reaction to deck the shit out of this snake. I would love to deck the shit out of this snake. Because this snake, this like hollow surface coils down on you. And then, you know, I think you turn and just troll back. I beat the fuck out of it. Uh, ooh, maybe not. Uh, oh, maybe. 38. Yeah, that's a hit. Roll damage. 33 damage. They take, this hollow snake takes that damage. Um, it chokes and snarls at you with that desiccating aura still making the air around it tick. Uh, Azkanak kind of grunts. And uh, they pull up a hand, and they throw a finger of death at you, Masami. Uh, Masami, I need you to make me a fortune save, please. Hmm. That's a 32. Okay. Well, that is going to be a fail, I'm afraid. They point a finger at you, and they just say a single word of slaying. And you immediately feel pain sear through your body. That is going to be 70 damage. You just take that. Okay. Ouch. Um, and that's going to be Asconek's turn. Chuji, it's your turn. Every time that you hurt someone here, you're going to take six damage. Okay. Or at least um, if, if you even try to hurt someone, so it doesn't matter if you miss. But uh, you are right up in Sutaknaz's grill. What do you do? Well, six damage is nothing to me. Uh, so I'm just going to ignore it, even if that turns out to be a really bad idea. <laughs> uh, because I don't care about consequences. I care about the now, baby. Uh... Chuji is going to... This is the first fucking turn where I've actually been hastened. Um, <laughs> at last. At fucking long last. So I'm going to three action one inch punch Suthak Uh Ooh. Kick her in okay. the fucking teeth. Does that miss? Yeah, it does. I'm going to use a hero point. Okay, go for it. 
Oh, what's this? <laughs> oh, what's this? <laughs> oh my. Tree action one inch punch. Crit success, Chuji. You've got her hair in one hand, and you throw a hell of a punch. Ooh. Yo. A hell of a punch <laughs> into her face for 98 damage. Goddamn. Goddamn. Suzuki um, uh, starts spitting some shit, and I think that Chuji, like, with her hair in their fucking fist, they, like, wrap it around and literally pull her into a kick to the head. Ooh. <laughs> I. The crowd cheers for you, and Sutekma is caught off guard, and she realizes that she's being too cocky, I think, because she is not looking well. Like, she is not looking well at all. So she is set on fire, uh, and then on top of that, um, you are... Are you not going to knock her back 10 feet? Or what's the plan? You're gonna no, cook? because you don't have to. I, I have one more thing I want to do. Uh, okay. I still want to hit her. And this isn't like a plan. Okay. I just don't want her to go away quiet yet. Okay, go for it. I still have a flurry of blows I can do. Oh my fucking god. And it's just <laughs> going to be at a minus five. <laughs> Ooh. Ouch. A minus five, unfortunately, is still too much, Juji. Um, that hurts. That's a miss and a crit fail. And I think Juji. That hair slinks out of your hand and fucking goes to batter you. And that is a 46 to hit. Yeah, that hits. She's gonna hit you, of course. Her hair wraps around your throat and squeezes, and you are being choked. You're gonna start suffocating. Okay. That's gonna be 20 bludgeoning damage. She holds you and she looks at you with, like, her hair burning and her eyes suddenly full of malice and says, I said... Come closer. That doesn't mean hit me. That means do what you're told, you whining brat. <laughs> That's going to be uh, 12 damage to you total okay. from uh, Needle of Vengeance as you feel these like phantomly pricks kind of like stabbing into you all over. Um, mm. And she has got you grabbed by the throat. Cool. So the turntables have been turned. They have been turned, but I um, did get a solid ass hit on her. <laughs> You did. It's now Diki Sonam's turn. Diki Sonam roars and he's gonna throw a people's elbow at you, Sanku. Oh, Jesus Christ. He leaps at you and attacks you with one action. He lunges and Sanku, that is going to be uh, a 53 against your AC, Sanku. That's gonna be a crit, I'm afraid. You know, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he launches himself at you with a and he fucking elbows you into the ground. And uh, that is going to be 24 times 2. That's 48 damage minus 11. That is uh, 37 damage to you, Sanku. Okay. And he snarls. He's now up in your space, Masami, as well. But he kind of grunts. And he's going to uh, try pull you into a grab. And Sanku does a 54 beat your athletics, DC. Y yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's... A I think it's a crit. Okay, well, Sanku, in that case, you are completely grabbed. He holds you in his arm. Like, he's got you, like, um... He's got you in a headlock, and he roars and says, You'll, I'll teach you to make a fool out of me! Let go of me! He fucking throws one last punch into your face. 
And that's a 45 to hit. Um, pretty sure that hits. So close to a crit. Um, okay, Sanku, that is going to be 25 minus 11. That is 14 damage to you. Uh, you're starting to look pretty beat up. Um, everyone's starting to look up re really beat up. It's not just the light keepers. Um, Masami and Sanku, both of you are badly injured. Uh, Sutak Nuan and Hu Ying obviously are really hurt. But like, this fight is really close. Everyone's losing a lot of HP very fast. Masami, it is your turn. Uh, Diki Sonam is beating the shit out of Sunboy Sanku. Um, there's a big-ass uh, swarm of dragons that are swirling through the arena. Uh, Hu Ying has dipped backwards into the uh, anti-magic field. And there's all sorts of stuff going on across the field, but you don't know what that is. What do you do? If I can't spell strike Hu Ying, then I will spell strike Diki Sonam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go for it. He's like fully focused on beating the shit out of Sanku right now. I don't think he notices you coming. Man, really? All right. Fucking not one. 32. Okay, Masami, unfortunately, I think uh, you find yourself kind of like uh, nearly pushing yourself a little bit too far, too hard. You know what I mean? Um, okay. I think you're fatigued. Okay. As you just kind of feel yourself overworking yourself. You didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Well, you know what? Then they say, fuck this. Pure spell. Okay, what's the spell? Meteor Swarm. Ah. Uh. Sutak Nuan, Azkanak the Exile, Diki Sonam, and the Hollow Serpent all need to make me reflex saves. Shit. Shit, 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 shit. Sutak Nuan, crit success. Okay, cool, that's good for her. Um, especially since she's so low on HP. Azkanak? Uh, success. Not crit success, but success. Diki Sonam? That's a success for him. And the Hollow Serpent? Fail. Masami, ha what happens? How does this look? Uh, after a failed hit with their sword, they make a hand... They say fine. Make a hand sign, and four meteors just fucking appear in the sky. <laughs> uh, and these meteors start clashing downwards into the arena, which I think really catches everyone, uh, like the crowd off guard, who like scream in both delight and actual fear. Um, as Takata Emmy says, the Sammy calls down the heavens into the opponents. They really are heralds of the gods. Oh, please. 86. Okay, that's 86. So that's gonna be 43 damage to Azkabak the Exiled. 86 damage to the Hollow Serpent, which destroys it, causing it to explode in a puff of smoke. And 43 damage to Diki Sonam. The crowd cheers as the Hollow Serpent is vanquished, and uh, these meteors have left flaming craters in the ground around them. Uh, and over with you, Chuji, Sutakma is holding you by the throat, and you can see that she is very, very close to being KO'd. Yeah. It's actually kind of startling. <laughs> uh, but And yet she still looks at you with those furious eyes. Masami, is that your turn? No. Fuck. What do you mean it's not? I still have an action left because I'm quickened. Okay. Foxfire. Oh my fucking god. On Huying. That is so fucking funny. Make me this attack roll. 38. She is left. That is literally her AC. 
Roll me that damage. 16. Masami, almost like an afterthought, you turn and throw out a ball of Kitsune Foxfire that shoots through the field. Hu Ying, who looks so smug in that anti-magic field, having escaped the worst. Her eyes widen. It collides with her. There's an explosion. And she is knocked. K.O. The crowds cheer and roar as the first KO of the match happens. Sutagma looks over through the dragons before whipping her head back to you, Chuji, snarling. Askanak grits their teeth and Diki Slam is wholly focused on beating up Sanku. Tagata Emi says, One, One down, down, three to go! go. The, the Lightkeepers light keepers suffer their, their first, first KO, KO of the fight. fight. It looks like the Radiant Wings may well be able to keep up their winning streak. Uh, is that your turn? No, it's their turn, yeah. Fuck. Okay, cool. (laughs) Sanku, it is your turn. Uh, your dragons are going to get a a thing for free this turn, but you also have three actions. You are in Diki Sonan's arms, which is less than good. Let me out of here! Let me out! He's kicking. Um, can I try and free myself? Yeah, you can either make me uh, attack rolls, athletic rolls, or acrobatics rolls. Okay. Uh, I'll do it acrobatics. Okay, go for it. 29. That's not gonna work. He's still got you. He's clutching you. Okay. Can I cast like this? No, because you got a crit success. All you can do is try to escape. Even if it was just with my mouth? Uh, I Yes, if it were just a verbal thing, you'd be able to do it. What's the spell? Dragon breath. I would allow it. It's funny. Okay. <laughs> I'll allow it. Sanku's like, let me out of here. <laughs> you like, you like, uh, let me out of here. Um, and um, he gets so mad and so worked up that uh, I think, I don't even think he's thinking about doing it. It just happens. Um, and he's going to use Dragon Breath. And he spews energy from his mouth, dealing 5d6 bludgeoning damage in a 10-foot burst. He has to make a reflex save, right? Yeah, but he's holding me. Yeah, that's going to be a 39. That's a success. He will take half damage. Holy shit. 27? 27. 27. Okay, he takes 27 damage as you spew water at him, and he grant He, like, he kind of like shakes his head back and says, You insolent little... Starts what? crushing you in his arm. So let me go! And he starts trying to kick him in the balls. It's not working, but he's trying. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, I never said he was above that. That's fair. Okay, you know what? That's fair. Now, Sanku, with the end of your Draconic Legion, everyone needs to make a reflex save. And in this case, it's just uh, Azkanak and Uh It's um, any enemy creatures within 20 feet. So yeah. Okay. Well, they're going to have to make reflex saves as the dragons prepare to leave, slashing up everyone they can on their way out. That is a 36 for Suyutak Noir. Hold up. Within 20 sure? feet? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, yeah, that's also going to cast Diki Sonam. Yeah, yep. everybody's in. Everybody's with it. 39? Does a 39 pass? Okay, uh, 38 is the DC, so... Okay, so Azkanak and Diki will both take half damage, but Sue is going to take full damage. That is going to be... Uh... 98. As the dragons, as they prepare to leave, bolting back through that crack, they start clawing at everyone. And while that's going to do uh, decent damage to uh, Azkanak and to Diki, Sutak Noir, as she's being ravaged by these fucking dragons, swish past her. She looks into your eyes, Chuji, snarling as she holds you and says, 
You don't even get it, do you? It doesn't matter who wins this fight. The Lightkeepers have already won. What? And then she just falls to her knees, collapses, and she is K.O. And Juji, as you're standing there, furrowing your brow, you look into the crowd behind her, and I think you see something you weren't expecting. Yeah? Shi Li Hua in the crowd, cheering as hard as she can. Oh. And Sanku, that is your turn, right? Um, yes. Yes, it is. The, the uh, dragons swish back into the sky, and together, Emmy calls out and says, Amazing! Amazing! The radiant winds are pushing themselves to the limits! It's anyone's game still, because uh, the remaining radiant winds are still really hurt. Will they be able to take on the last members of the Lightkeepers? And it's Asmax the Exile's turn. They just sigh. Here we go again. And they are going to cast Rip the Spirit. Asmasami, they try to pull your soul out of your body. Um, and they're going to take three actions to do this. And you're going to need to make me a fortitude save, please. <gasps> Nat 20 with Juggernaut. That doesn't matter. Yo, that doesn't matter. <laughs> let's <Damn>. fucking go. <laughs> I think Azkanak's eyes widen. They just sigh. Of course. Why not, right? Always have to make <laughs> us look like the fools. There's no way for us to uh, come out of this on top. Is there, Sue? She's knocked out. Can't hear you. Yeah, let me go! <laughs> and you didn't listen to your leader, did you? Spells don't work on me. Try again. Shuji, it's your turn. Uh, Diki Sunam is being the shell of your boy, and Azkanak the Exiled is lobbing spells. Shuji, like, looks over and, like, like waves so hard at, at Diki Sunam. Um, and they, they, they're, like, they're like shouting at him, and like, hey, hey! <laughs> they look up. Nothing personal, and then they throw up a middle finger at him, and it's finger of death. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How's a 36 sound? Class DC is 38. Okay, that's a fail. Roll me that damage. Uh, Yeah, 70 damage. Yeah, this middle finger of death catches Diki Sunam off guard, and you can see that Diki Sunam is badly injured. They are not doing, like, he is not doing well right now. Um, And Shuji goes, bitch. <laughs> you have one action left. What, two actions left. What two do you actions, do? Yeah, um, Chuji. Chuji's gonna beat up the nerd. Okay, go for <laughs> whining old Askanak. Askanak, I'm gonna beat you up, old man, old person, old. Is Askanak even old? No, Askanak's a hobgoblin. That's why they've got that crinkly skin. Um, yeah. This is going to be a uh, uh, flurry of blows. Okay. As a 42 oh, 47. 47's a crit. Fuck me. Roll damage. Well, uh, that's going to be uh, 31 plus 56. It's going to be 87 damage. Oh, dear. Azkanak is not looking well. You get up into their space. You throw a punch. Azkanak goes, ah! As you... And they are stumbling over nearly defeated. And I think they're just so fucking mad looking. Like, they hate that... They, they're losing because of bad leadership, you know? Yeah, Chuji, like, as they're uh, uh, one-twoing them, uh, they're like, Sorry, man. Bad choice in team. Asnax snarls and says, Wasn't my decision. Oof. Wait, what? 
And now it's Ziki Sanam's turn. Hey, Chuji. Uh, yeah? Hey, Chuji. Yeah? I'm going to make an attack roll against you. Okay. Now I know what you're thinking. How can that be? I'm be. all the way over here. I'm all the way over here. And Ziki Sanam is all the way over there. Is he channeling his mind powers at me? No. He's using a very special weapon. Sanku, Witch Prince Hatred. of the Sea. Oh. What? He fucking, fucking spins Sanku around by the fucking ankles. Swing, oh swing, swing. And he fucking throws Sanku at you. Wait, hold on. What? Would I be able to use Featherfall to stop that? Oh my god, that's a reaction. <laughs> hmm. Because technically, falling, falling is just yeah. moving in a direction. And I'm just <laughs> falling I... sideways. <laughs> I will being... allow you. I will allow you to make me a nature check against his athletics DC to see if you can cast it in time to reduce this damage to nothing. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Boy I am prepared to use my hero point on it. Boy, homing attack. Oh my fucking god! What's oh my god. DC? <laughs> What's his up like, CC? Please work. Sanku, he throws you. And I think you'll still, you'll both still take some damage, but I think it's more of like, ooh, ouch, instead of a crashing and breaking each other's limbs, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so you're both gonna take half damage instead of full damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna press cast so that I, I yep. use the thing. And Sanku, you skid into position and you take 15 damage, both of you. Ouch! And Diki Sunam roars. He beats his chest and says, Victory! I need victory! I gotta have victory! I'm gonna oh. kick the shit out of all of you! Oh no. Uh -oh. Uh, that was a tree action thing, I'm afraid. Masami, it's your turn. What do you do? They charge up electricity in their palm. Oh, okay. But you do that? Diku Sanam turns and looks at you and roars and goes to punch you in the face. Okay. Let's see if you're still standing by the time that he's done. I'm still standing. That is a 37. He punches next to you, and Sam, you charge up that electricity, and he looks down at your hand. What are you casting? Chain lightning. Raw chain lightning. Give me the reflex save. Failure. And guess who's 30 fucking feet away? Who? Who's 30 fucking feet away? <gasps> Azkanak the Exiled. Oh! oh Azkanak, no! Killed honey! <laughs> hey, to all my Naruto um, fans, uh, Chidori Senbon. <laughs> that's a success. They'll take half damage. How much damage is it going to be full stop? Full stop? That's 67. Oh my god. Okay, that's... You do a serious amount of damage to uh, Diki Sonam. But lightning arcs out of them. And into Asconacti Exiled. And knocks them. K.O. And Masami, is that your turn? Well, two actions and a cast, so they can move out of the way. He just used his attack of opportunity, so That's you know true. what? You know what? You want to fight so bad? As they backstep all the way <laughs> back to be with their boys. Come fight us all at once. Take a hero point. All of you take a hero point. That's, ooh, ooh, that was some anime shit. <laughs> the crowd cheers and you are all rallied by it. Um, 
together and he says, only one member of the Lightkeeper still stands. It's time for good to beat evil. Can the Radiant Winds seal the deal? Sanku, it's your turn. I'm using my last ninth level spell. For yeah? The for the day. It's just hydraulic okay. push. It's just hydraulic push. Relax. Okay, make me that attack roll. Oh my <laughs> good lord. <laughs> oh my god. Nat 20. How much damage is that, Sanku? 70. So, even Times if he two. had... So, it would be... Even if he was at high HP... 140 damage. This is so funny because he has 70 HP. You blast an explosion of water streaming through the air and it hits into Diki Sonam's chest. Diki Sonam lets out a roar and he is sent flying. And I think I'm gonna let Masami and Chuji, you two, with your cool, come fight us together. Diki Sonam is rushing towards you all. Sanku shoots him point blank with his blast of water as he's hitting. And I'm going to let both of you jump in narratively and help eat the shit out of him. Wait, well, oh, I one all-out attacks. It's a, yeah, it's a not fucking all-out attack. Yep. All-out killing Dikishinam. <laughs> Chuji go high, Masami go low. Masami trips him up, Chuji fucking wails on his face. Yeah. Okay. Sanku, you shoot this water into his chest, slowing down his charge. Masami, as he's being slowed down, you rush for Diki Sonam's legs and sweep, knocking him falling forward. And Shuji, you run up and get an uppercut into your rival's chin and knock him careening down. And Diki Sonam hits the floor, doesn't get up. And he is KO. You have knocked out the Light Keepers. You've won the finals of the Ruby Phoenix tournament. You've won. And for that severe level encounter, you have gained 120 experience points. Oh, thank you. Fantastic. Fireworks explode into the sky and people in the crowds throw themselves to their feet, cheering. You can see other teams, friends, vendors, anyone you have met in your time here in Goka and beyond, the people who came to be your fans from far away, cheering. The Lightkeepers are getting up to their feet and skulking away, snarling at each other. But that doesn't matter right now. What matters is you've done it. How do you all feel, having done the impossible and won the Ruby Phoenix tournament? I think that... I don't I don't even know if Chuji believes it at first, but mm. they... I mean, as soon as they won, they they lifted up um, Masami and Sanku uh, and Lolo, uh, and they they were screaming. I think honestly, they might have been crying. Oh my god! Um, because this is that, like, quite literally, this is their life's dream. This is what they've wanted for years, and they've trained for for years and years and years and years, and they've given up so many things just to be here. I think that there's like a moment where Sanku is just stunned that that spell worked that well. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I think he, he yells his voice horse. <laughs> He's so excited and so proud of himself, I think. I don't think it hits Masami immediately. Like, they see the crowd cheering for all three of them for all four of them 
Um, <laughs> they see Chuji and Sanku celebrating, and they're just like, we actually fucking did it. I think they just start... I think they're just all smiles and all laughs because they they honestly cannot believe that this is happening. In the crowd, you see Hiroshi, Fei, and Hitomi are all cheering and like hugging each other. Sanku, all of uh, all of the village is. <laughs> I think like they're like spinning their shirts around in the air over their heads. They're like uh, yelling and screaming in joy. Juji. Your mom, Shen. They're all cheering for you. You got that approval you've been seeking so badly. <laughs> yeah. Chuji was specifically looking for their mom. I think she's crying, but she's smiling. It's a complicated relationship, but Jesus, if she isn't so proud of you right now... Tagata Emi narrates for a while, singing your praises, the invincible radiant winds. <laughs> Kasuhida uh, kind of pats your backs as you're led away out of here, because you're going to be going to a special. Um, you're going to uh, be going to a special award ceremony soon to get your artifact. Do you even know what you're going to get? No. <laughs> I don't think there any of them have thought about it. Well, maybe Masami's thought about it. I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you guys talk to each other for a second. Um, me. I, I think there's, they're, they're like, they're all walking. Oh my god, the artifact. Oh, fuck. I didn't think about it. I just thought about winning um, so much. I, I don't know, I, I kind of, yeah? You know about the artifacts. <laughs> which one do you think would, which which one do you think would be like? I, I don't know. <laughs> which one do you think would work with us? They're all really cool. Um, but I also never thought about which one I wanted because they're all so cool, and I couldn't make up my mind. And I thought that maybe the second that I did win, and then I, we all got brought up to like pick our things, they would just kind of like choose me, like one of those situations. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, Lolo's on Saku's shoulder, and he's like bobbing up and down a little bit as he's going. So. <laughs> Maybe that's still the case. Oh, all of you. I'm so proud of you all. To have seen you go from just traveling wanderers to the greatest fighters in all of Galarian. I couldn't ask for a better party. <laughs> Senku squishes his cheek. Thank you, you old piece of shit. Don't get sentimental on me, old man. <laughs> oh, I can't help it. Tears are made of water, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad you taught me how to be a good bitch. So, you guys want to head out to the um, to the award ceremony and be crowned the 30th champions of the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. Oh my God! And they're and they're an <laughs> and it's the 30th, and not like the 26th. Yeah, it's a cool number. It's oh. the first where how Jin was back as well. Like this is yeah. a big one. Wow, so they're, they're in the history books. <laughs> Literally. Um, you guys like, will go down forever in, like, legend as some of the greatest people to ever come through this tournament. And none of them were cisgender. 
You guys want to head? Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea what the artifacts are, by the way. Like, I like, legitimately don't remember. We'll figure that out. I think, yeah. uh, you know, I do take one. We'll call out to you. Okay. You guys make your way down. Crowds follow you. There's, like, paper dragons fashioned to look like Lolo. <laughs> um... You know, art of Masami looking cool. Um, you see a few kids who have, like, uh, their hair done like you, Chuji. <laughs> and it's, like, swarming the streets. All the people of Goka moving as one along with you towards the awards ceremony. And it's held in this, like, uh, atop this hill um, where people are, like, lining the streets around it um, in a garden, you know? And Hao Jin stands there, and she kind of turns and looks back at you all, and in her hand she is holding a crown, and on that crown is a crafted symbol of a phoenix. Who's going to go forward and take it? Uh, how do you choose something like that? <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you choose that? I don't even know. Um... <laughs> Juji walk forward? Juji, you walk forward. And you go forward to take the crown. And you've done it. And as your hand reaches forward to take the crown, you hear something. Huh? A sound that's kind of familiar at this point. I think it was a hand on a staff. It's the sound of a portal. Oh, you're kidding. But not nearby. That's the weird part. It's not nearby. It's very far away and very loud. And I think you guys look out to the source. And it's out in the bay, half submerged by water. And the portal blinks out, but something came true. A lot of seawater. Huh. And something else. There's something else, and it's coming out of the water. It's big. Very, very big. Oh, man. Red scales fill the horizon. A nightmarish mountain of armored plates. No. Sharp fangs. No, you're kidding. And glowing eyes. <laughs> I'm joking. And emerging from the Bay of Goka comes a dinosaur. <laughs> but I'm not a dinosaur sorry? like you'd seen anywhere on Bunmu, no. <laughs> it is taller than the tallest castle. Stronger than the sturdiest stone. Hold on. And inside of it, there is an immeasurable power. A power of a living volcano emerging from the water of Goka's Bay is King Mogaru. Fucking King Mogaru? What the fuck? What? People (gasps) scream as this titan emerges from the water roaring. A foot crashes down on the dock as he makes landfall. He is Immense. Bigger than you think a living creature could feasibly be. Like, 
This thing would be size gargantuan to a size gargantuan monster. This twin-tailed kaiju. dinosaur kaiju lumbers onto the uh, into the city and lets out a roar. And as he does so, there's another noise coming from somewhere else in the city. A discordant shriek, like the drawing of a bow across strings, only magnified a hundredfold. And then a haunting melody of unknown provenance. King Mogarus stops for a moment and then roars, blasting a beam of fiery lava from his mouth through the city, knocking buildings into rubble. Hao Jin was observing the chaos with a furrowed brow for a moment, but that music, that jolts her to attention. And her eyes widen, and you see her showing an expression I don't think you ever thought would be on the face of the mythic Ruby Phoenix. Fear. Oh god. She looks down and she says Sindara you fool what have you done? The Ruby Phoenix raises her voice to the competitors her hair rising like flames to punctuate her words. The final king is not here by chance. I will deal with the one who sent him here. Please, warriors, do what you can to divert Mogari's attention away from the people, but do not try to fight him. Even I don't dare face the final king directly. And she looks over and she touches that moon-shaped jade necklace around her throat, utters a word, and vanishes in a cloud of embers. Shen looks at you guys before getting up and drawing a sword and says, Steps to the sun, come on, let's go. And following him, Winter's Roar, um, the Arms of Balance, everyone, they jump and scatter. Uh, the Light Keepers, you know, kind of get up and go off on their own way and Tino's toughest follow. You tree, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> I I guess we fucking uh, kick it into gear. Senku gets onto his staff uh, to ride it. He starts flying. He's like, we need to move it. We need to try and get it out of the city, back into the ocean. How the fuck are we going to do that? Uh, getting its attention? Distractions. Using ourselves as bait? Lots and lots of distractions. You, as you're saying this, King Mugaru whips his head to the side and shoots out another laser beam of lava, which fucking destroys a whole block of buildings. And wow. we gotta go fast. Okay, okay. Um, I, I think Sanku first turns to, because uh, they're at like a ceremony with like all of the, mm -hmm. oh, with like all of the people. Yeah. Um, I think he turns to like the closest person from his village and he says, get out of the city. I think that may well be your dad. Baba says, You gotta sink. You guys. Everybody's safe. I'll handle this. We trust you. I love you. I love you too. Juji, Masami, Sanku. Chaos falls upon Goka as something worse than a natural disaster happens. Mugaru, the final king, has landed in the city, brought here by forces unknown. 
It looks like you're gonna have to put your power as Ruby Champions to use and save the city from the Dinosaur King of the Kaiju. And that is where we're gonna end this episode. You're gonna get killing him. Oh, you're man. killing him. Oh man. <laughs> Jerry. <sighs> what the fuck? This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Veteran Stormcrow, Sam Stryker, Sokin Ashra, Tony Saunders, Mitra, Ari Graham, Arave, Nex, Minty Belmont, GP Dora, Lemon Jam Tart, Marshmallow Berry, Beric Falcon, Luis Loza, Ares, Alexander Criswell, May Cohen, Kendra West, Genuinely Tricked, Transgold Trish, Platonic, Val Punyon, Johnny the Catman, Matthew Wilson Krasnovich, Tillon Shark, Glitch HD, Jay Snooks, Zenith Drums, Torbjorn, Sophia Varlera, G Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Sarah B, Seth, Ravona Darklobe, Kira, Lichlope, Gizmo, Matthew, Cass, Fable Macabre, Ava, Chris Lutman, Remthy Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Sean C, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, Kane Kendrick, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Anna Maria, Jordan, Single Spinstress, Emily Laderna, John the Bookfooter, SS66 Seeker, and Dame Valerie the Turd. If you'd like to see what you can get for helping us keep it rolling, check out patreon.com slash dice will roll today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.